Welcome back to episode 9 of On The Terrace. Uh, I hope everyone is well and staying safe and enjoying a little bit of the sun. This episode is another cross-collaboration. On Saturday, Leeds United host Sheffield United at Ellen Road. For as far as I'm concerned, it's the only important game left for us in our season since we've been up to dog shit. Delighted to have Aidan and Dan with us, finally, to talk about all things Leeds. Welcome, gents. How are we? Are you alright? Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Yeah, all good, mate. It's a pleasure to be on. Cheers, man. Thanks for coming on. I'm, I'm glad we could sort this out really, really quickly. You've had a great first season back in Premier League. I'll review it so far. Like, talk us through your highlights and your best game this season. I'll let you take this one first, Aidan. Yeah, it's been obviously absolutely amazing. Obviously, me and Dan were only little kids when we were first in the Prem. Um, it's been absolutely amazing to see us back there, but it's just a shame we can't be there supporting them. Um, the, my biggest highlight so far, I'd probably say, was the Liverpool game. Just the first game back, loving to see us back in the Premier League. Gave them a run for our money, but hopefully we'll beat them in a few weeks' time now. When do you play them again? Three weeks. End of April, it's the last game in April, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's I mean, bad. for me, I think uh, it's got to be best, one of the best moments, to be fair, like Hayden just said. I think it, one of the best moments has got to be Harrison's goal at Anfield. I mean, it was just like a first thing as if to say, like, we're back sort of thing. Yeah. But I think I think one of our best games is either Villa away or Leicester away. We were fucking unplayable. One of the few Leeds games I've actually watched this year was the Leicester game, and you were outstanding. Outstanding. I've, I don't think I've seen a, a side play that well at Leicester for a very, very long time. And obviously, you watched us two weeks ago where, well, they tore us apart and it could have been 10. Let's not talk it should about have been, it. It should have been 10. I mean, for you in that game, it were a different situation for you, obviously, because of what had gone on like in that week leading up to it, like which, in my opinion, is a farce anyway. But like, obviously, you'll know a lot more than we do, sort of thing. But uh, the thing well, is, we really don't. We don't. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Just, just, yeah. just going on to that before I go back to your season, how do you, as outsiders, see that situation with that week we had with Chris Wilder leaving? I see it as just a big mess up, really, because how can you do that to someone that's bringing you up from, brought you up from League One? Something's clearly gone wrong. I don't, I don't know what it is. Whether there's been a disagreement, if he said he wanted some money to spend in January and they haven't delivered, but it just seems like I feel so bad for Chrissy Wilder because he's done everything for that club. That club would still be playing Scunthorpe if it weren't, if it weren't for him. I'm glad we're not playing Scunthorpe, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just follow what Aidan said there. I mean, he's right. I mean, what what a job he did for us. He was... It, the clubs out there would be stupid now if they get rid of their managers to not look at getting him in. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's all been all this stuff going about about if he takes another job to do with his pay packet out from you lot and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's just... It's an absolute farce. I mean, for everyone, for everyone to know that he'd lost his job, and then for it to be announced over 24 hours later. Do you know what I mean? It's, it just, they, they, I don't know they, what's they going on. They didn't really know. Well, from what, we, what we've been made aware of is that they all found it on social media to begin with. Then the official announcement wasn't made until they were actually in Leicester for the game. Paul yeah. Eckingbottom didn't know we were taking over until Saturday night. Nine o'clock. Yeah. I, I, I can't think of any situation like it. And it's, we adore him as a, as a football club. And like I know we've... We've struggled this year and it's not gone right. And maybe you look at our transfer recruitment policy, but fuck yeah. you know, I, I, I'd, I'd never want to put any club through that ever again. I know Leeds yeah. has had its yeah. turmoils with, um, how can I put it, um, 
Don't say the Tre- name. Treacherous owners. I'm not going to put his name out there because he's... Yeah, uh, give him a fucking PTSD. Going back to Leeds, like, what... What is what's made it so successful? Why is it? Why has this season been so good for you? I just Rafinha. think that yeah, Rafinha <laughs> won. He's quality him, you know. But I think that teams are not expecting us to be as intense as what we are, and we're catching them on the guard. We're pu- pushing the ball. We're pressing the ball. We're playing beautiful football, and I just think that teams are underestimating us just that little bit, and that's showing. But also on the other hand, some teams are coming prepared, they've done their own work, they know what they're expecting and that's the games we're losing. So we just need to find that right balance. Yeah, I probably agree with Hayden on that as well. I mean, obviously some of the teams that we've played, like when we played Southampton at home the other week, I know we only won we won 3-0, like, but it could have been a lot more. We tore them apart. It was, but then there's been some games where, like Palace away early on in the season and we lost, we lost 4-1 and we were shocking. We, they had us down to a tee and then we played them at home and beat them 2-0. Yeah, to be I mean, fair though, Palace away you shouldn't have lost by four because Patrick Ramsey's goal should count. Oh, don't, don't. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to the Premier League boys and it's, yeah. it's just how it is. You'll have... Yeah. It, reminded me, it reminded me of your goal at Tottenham last season. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, Jesus, it, it, what on is, earth is, is, was that about? Is the Bamford one at Palace where he's pointing football? Pointing, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's his shirt line sticking out that they've caught him on. What a yeah, shite. I'm not even going to talk about VAR. First four episodes were dominated by VAR. I'm not talking about it yeah. again. It's been nice <laughs> oh, of a week. We no. are it. It's yeah, like look. the thing is, granted, obviously, we, when we played Fulham last Friday, obviously, Ayling scored that cracking header. But, like I say, Roberts was offside. And genuinely, in the rules of the game, he was offside. But to go from... Putting that cross into the box, ailing scoring, whipping his hair out in a ponytail, <laughs> celebrating, to get him back up, to walk him back to his position, then to have to walk all the way back for it's been disallowed. You just think that it's, it takes too long yeah, for a decision to be made. But like I say, not talking about VAR because it'll piss me the fuck off. <laughs> it's, 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 yeah. There's got to be some sort of change with VAR after this year because it's just going to kill football strategy. and it's just going to get a lot worse with fans in the ground as well, I think. Personally, well, when we played West Ham last season, it was it was I can't, I can't describe the atmosphere apart from aggressive. Like, oh, when they, they equalised last minute. When they equalised the Declan Rice goal, <laughs> um, as much for us, it, it was an absolute delight. Um, but it was you could feel it, and, and that's why what happened after the game happened yeah. because of, of, of that decision. In normal play, that wouldn't have been. I don't think it would have been a one or draw if there would have been no video yeah. assistant referee. And it is all swings and roundabouts. You're going to win some and you're going to lose some. But the ones that you lose, like the one that will always come to mind is that free, that um, Brighton free kick at West Brom. Oh, my God. That, that is, is fast. It's just stuff like that. And the, probably the, the other example, yeah, you're right, is with the Paddy Bamford one against... Um, and that happened twice against Bamford, though, this year. Yeah, he did it away at Wolves when it was 1-0 down. Yeah, he ran yeah. 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 at Liverpool. Shirt line. The thing yeah. is, though, with this shirt line bollocks, and even if he scored with his arm, it won't count anyway. I know, I know. Why can you offside by a fucking shirt line? Anyway, moving on. Because it used yeah, to be definitely. a shoulder, and then it used to be... Anyway, yeah, it's getting me pissed off, so let's crack on. <laughs> <laughs> so, nice. when, when, when you came up with... Well, when we picked you the season before, which nobody really expected us to do, we uh, when we beat you at your place when Basham scored, that was. Can we not talk about that? Either. We, we knew we br- <laughs> we knew we bring it up. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> but 
I well, see that it's... fucking gift so many times. I'll send it every day. I'll send Jesus. it every day. It was my phone background for about a year. The funniest <laughs> thing was... Um, we was at Basford watching Trinity. I think Dan was actually at the game, and we what it was a twelve thirty kickoff, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we just watched that goal went in, and was it like the last five minutes where he went one on one? I think we were, and, think we were about ten minutes left. Ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. that just put me in a foul mood. Sharp, didn't the, the, yeah. the, problem, the problem is with, with that game when we played you is that Basham actually missed an easier chance about twenty minutes before. <laughs> um, and yeah. The thing is, he fucking slips. He slips. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's it, but that that see, that goal turned that season round, and then that farcical game that you had against Villa, which oh, then secured it. Yeah, that was great. Because we knew, because obviously you beat you beat Ipswich on the Saturday, and yeah. um, we you knew you were up anyway. I mean, you knew that were it because yeah. your goal difference was fucking superior to us, and there was no chance we were going to fucking beat Ipswich eleven 0 Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> they, do you know what that, that, that season? That, I don't know if the, I don't know if the lads agree. When we played Ipswich, they were one of the hardest teams we played that season. We were, we were yeah, yeah, really we found our last game of the season because they beat us three two. Yeah. They're struggling as well, aren't they now? To be honest. Yeah, they've got ball oh. cup now, aren't they? But they're they're a, they're, a, they're a giant of that league. But anyway, past that, and then obviously that season ends in massive disappointment because you were expected to to go up and, and really and really challenge. And then the next season came round and it was a little bit make or break. From what I read, sort of, it, I it was like, mate. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. on all. We haven't yeah. gone up financially. We were fucked. Yeah, because definitely. Because so for some cause for some reason, Rams was kind of like a dickhead. Thought, do you know what? I'm going to put 15 million on Elder Costa. Because oh yeah, because we could have put. And he's shit now. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> one of them players that he, he's like he's great on loan, but when you oh, sign him, he's shite. He's a championship player though, really. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of Costas, have you seen who you've been linked with? No. Douglas Costa. Really? He was. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck, mate. <laughs> we get linked with every player under the sun, though, Leeds. Yeah, that's that's, that's always been a... Us, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when Messi was in league. Barcelona, there was people on Twitter saying, oh, I think he could join Leeds. Fuck. <laughs> 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 because of Bielsa. Because we've got Bielsa in. Oh, yeah, and over an Argentinian. Why not? Do you anticipate that you would finish, like, be where you are at this stage of the season? I know it's been, obviously, COVID hit and, and no fans in the ground. Do you think where you are now is about where you expected, or do you expect to be higher, lower... I expected us to be lower, personally. I, yeah. I, I'd, have talked, I'd have talked to finish 17th on goal difference on the last game of the season. Our mantra every year. We say that every season. <laughs> yes, great. Oh, I think, I think this year um, we need to really focus on just stability, getting used to the Prem, sign a good few players in the summer, definitely another full-back, and then we'll look to push on for that eighth place. We want to, we want to be in the top eight, but we don't want to do what you lads have done as well. So without having a dig at you's, but um, we don't want to get too confident. Definitely. I, I, think I mean, your, your, people. Your, your problem is for next season is not being found out, which is exactly what we were. The thing we, is, though, mate, is that uh, that third man thing? They'll never get found out with that. That's different gravy. Yeah, I'm definitely. Sure. Yeah. Sex, I can't stand you. But, um, and we've still got to get Bielsa on another year, though. Yeah, that, that was a question Ilstein. I would think of. Will he sign another one? Yeah. I'm hoping so. I, I, I think this is him now, until he get, until he retires. Not to say, not just saying that because he's our manager, obviously, but I, I just he's 65 now. I cannot see him, because of the calibre of manager he is, being 65, I cannot see him going into another job, personally. I think he's, not in, he's in Argentina. 
Yeah, exactly. Unless you and get the... an opportunity at Newell's, back in our yeah, team. Yeah, or Boppa Juniors or something. Yeah. yeah, all that team going. I think he needs to... I think he'll get... We'll definitely get another year out of him. I just see so much love for him. Um, he's living in Weatherby. He goes to Costa Coffee and does his planning. Like... That that's like he's just so grounded, and that's what makes that's why the Leeds fans love him. And he's a tactical genius, and he just does the little things right. Has photos of every fans. Um, he's just such a, a community man as well. Obviously, away from COVID, it's it's great to see. I mean, he's also his knees are impeccable. Cause I, can't <laughs> I can't even do that. Fucking <laughs> no, hell! How he gets that down that low at his age? <laughs> I'd, I'd, he's, just, he's, just, he's just mental. He's an absolute. He's a bit of a mentalist, though, isn't he? He's, a, oh, he's, he's off his, off his head. He's off his head. Like anal is probably the best word for it. Like you could, could imagine him like he's planning and all of his sheets and he's got his little stick men in the like correct yeah. positions. But he's looking at how he does and obviously the Spygate thing, what happened and like, that, that's normal in continental Europe. He's completely. Oh, that, that was funny. When the yeah. Beatles in the playoffs, it was probably the worst. Like I felt like playoffs. crying. Well, I did have a little bit of a cry. <laughs> but like I say, from going from the lows of that season to the highs of the next season, and we absolutely pissed it. Ten points yeah. at the end. It, it was, like I say, going into the lockdown period, nine games left, and you get beat at Cardiff in your first game back. And then you, you think, forget, shit. You only got promoted because of COVID. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's always that tagline and Liverpool only won't leave because they could have killed Yeah, definitely, yeah. They were thirty points clear at some point. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna catch that back, even if you are Man City and, and Leeds and Leeds well and truly deserve to get promoted last season and it was I it was a hard league last year. I tell you what as well, I was at my um, partner's house on that Friday night. When we got promoted, and honestly, she was fuming. We was all off out for a family meal with her family, and honestly, I was just going mental, and I just couldn't sit still. And she didn't, she didn't actually realise how much it meant for me. They're not a footballing family, and I was just honestly on cloud nine, and it was just such an un un unbelievable feeling. Obviously, like what it meant for my family, it was just amazing. Yeah, it's, it's my it was that Huddersfield West Brom game that did it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and um, that it were a game that I refused to watch. I didn't want to watch it because I thought they're not going to get a result anyway. I thought, do you know what? I'm not going to watch it because it'll just piss me off. It'll just feel very shite. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and then well, I saw it on my phone. Huddersfield had gone one nil up, and then I saw that West Brom had equalised back five minutes later. And then it got to half time, and then it got to 60, 70, 80, and it was still one all. And so we went, we went in fucking Blues Club near Trinity. We went to watch it. And fucking hell, when that Smith Rowe scored for him, Jesus Christ! Yeah. It was, I was in absolute tears. I yeah, was fucking red. Exactly that, and that was the. It's very coincidental that the two seasons, the one where we went up and then one where you went up, sort of mirrored themselves, where yeah. you were relying on somebody else to yeah, to fuck up. Exactly. For you to then capitalise, and which and, yeah, and still had games to spare. And yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, well, we yeah we did. We have one, I think, did you? Yeah. <laughs> one, I think. No, yeah. Stoke away. Yeah. <laughs> Stoke away. Yeah. Well, I think only. Oh, we got a two-all draw out of that. I'll never know. You, you've got you've got that tagline, haven't you? Being one of those clubs that have absolutely monumental size, and we we down down the M1 can happily admit that you've got fans all over the place, and you've got a, a monumental ground with a monumental history. And I'm not admitting nothing. Well, no. It's 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 finally nice to to actually have Leeds back in the league because 
I'm not. I hate that we've spoken about this before, where teams think they've got a God-given right because of their history to be where they are. And Leeds have been accused of that, but Villa have as well, and there's other teams. Oh, Villa! Fuck it, hell. It is, it's, 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 it's nice to see. Find someone that hates Villa as much as me. Yeah, it's nice. Jesus. It, it's, I nearly dropped the C bomb in there. Then I just. They're just—they're a nightmare. It, it, Ever since we come back up, they just forced this rivalry with us, and it was Gabby Abomler all on it who started it. And he was oh, can't Park. stand him! And then we beat him three 0 at Villa Park, and it was just so funny. Yeah, he's he had a good clue. The thing is, that really annoys me about Gabby Abomler Hall. Yeah, he's had a good career, but he's not had an amazing career, has he? So I don't understand how he can be so opinionated towards Leeds. What has Leeds done to him? Ever? Has he even had? Hayden, has he even had a good career? Exactly. exactly. It's he, fucking... played for Aston, he played for Aston I feel like Gabby the triggered a serious effect. Oh, well, if you, if you wanted a reaction, he got one. Yeah, he's a poor man's Dakara. That's what he is. He's a poor man's Dakara. <laughs> Solomon Dakara, Jesus. Oh, come on, stop talking about them days. <laughs> and then you, 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 you look back and you think about Leeds' history. When, when we played Charlton and five of the players you f- refused to play. <laughs> and and you look at you look at us now and it's just like a completely different ball game and it's amazing to see because like half them lads like Silvestri and Belusky they didn't deserve the shirt. Imagine playing for Leeds and not wanting to wear the shirt. It's ridiculous. It's it's Honestly, Leeds have, got, Leeds have always had that massive benefit and not many people recognise that it's a one club city. Like, yeah, definitely. It's, it, it's, it's, it, Sunderland. Sunderland's another example of not the same heights as Leeds, not regards to previous success, but they're a one-club city as well. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, two of the best supports in the country that I've seen at Bramall Lane is Leeds and Sunderland for that reason. That, that vociferous atmosphere that you're known for, and I can't think you of the ground... Dean Henderson had them on strings? Oh, <laughs> God. Well, no, I thought you were going to bring up the Pablo Hernandez one eventually, the one where... Uh, that was right just, dead. What a day that was. Oh, the, the gift of the gods. It's, it's the most... Yeah, we, did, we did double year before, Seb, don't worry about that one. Well, we may as well move forward to the game, because it's one that, like I said in the intro, that I've been looking forward to very, very much. And, and our record at Ellen Road is actually not too bad. I actually had a look... It's actually decent. It's, it's pretty, actually really pretty, decent. It's, it's pretty decent. Like Your record at our place is pretty good, and then vice versa, so... so. I'm not saying the away side are in any favour. Home against each other, we're shite. Yeah, well, to be fair, we can't fight sleep, so it's whether you walk off us or not. But you've got seven points from five games. Um, Let's do the blade. Let's do blade side first. Let's see it from our perspective, and then we'll get the the Leeds perspective thereafter. Chairs, you're not said very much. What do you think? Oh, I've gone past Karen at this point, to be honest. Especially second half against Chelsea were good. Be positive. Looked like we I must admit you played really well second half. You played really yeah, well. We, we looked like we wanted to actually go and go and cause some problems rather than just like dying out on a whimper. So and I'm hoping Yorkshire Derby, um, Eckingbottom, obviously he was the manager. Hopefully he gives him a little bit more fight, a little bit more inspiration from him. And like I say, it's a derby. I know fans haven't been there, unfortunately, but um, like, let's just hope it's got that same intensity, that same bite, and that that unknown quality that is in so many derbies that either team could win. I mean, I, I mean, I know I'd be putting my money on, but you just never know. <laughs> 
Well, uh, well, the Paul Heckingbottom effect obviously had a short time at Leeds. Um, not a very successful one. Will that have any impact? Well, honestly, how we employed him. Honestly, it was just really, really embarrassing. Another embarrassing one. When he were at Barnsley, he were, he were probably merited a good move. Leeds I, I probably went right one to, I was about to say that. He probably deserved a move, in fairness. I just don't think Leeds was the right club now. No. Well, I think it was. I had the, in fairness, this is where I might disagree a bit. I thought when we got him in, it wasn't a bad appointment. It could have been a lot worse considering who we've had in the past. Yeah. But it just didn't work. It just it was one of the things that just didn't work. It just didn't go right. Yeah. That, so that's at it. the end of the day, you've got to get a bit of luck. And I mean, he didn't get his first win for us until God. I think his first game actually was when you beat us two one at Bramall Lane. Yeah, when Jock scored that was actually his first game. Yeah, what a yeah. volley that was, by the way. Yeah, Jeez. class, man. Yeah. But it, I think he deserved a move, and I think it wasn't a bad appointment, but I just think he, he came he came into a sinking ship anyway, mm. and it didn't do him any favours sort of thing. But, but obviously, he did a few post-match interviews like where he was slagging players off, like proper out in the mouth, singling them out. But, I mean, I mean, obviously, we went from Heckingbottom to BL, so I'm not going to moan, obviously, but... I do think he came into a sinking ship anyway. There's not a lot more he could have done. But fair play to him, because he seems a bit he seems kind of a top bloke in fairness. I mean the way he spoke after the Leicester game. He it's seems an alright bloke. Shit in there. Yeah, fucking big time. Imagine yeah. Yeah. nine o'clock the night before you're gonna be gaffing for the game. The rumours were all there, weren't they? Um, right at the end well, as as soon as the announcement was made. Like all the noises came out of the club that Wilder was, was going to leave and then Paul Eckingbottom was the natural to take it forward because He's been our under-23s manager for the last 10 months and having a, 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 a range of success with with those lot because we've got some talented boys coming through. In, in, terms of, in terms of game, I think if we control the white Jamaican, as I like to refer him to, um, because he needs his hair cutting. Um, <laughs> white Jamaican? <laughs> That's class. I, I, That's I genuinely class. think we can not damage him, but alter him a bit. You know, just, you know, it, it tends to control game a lot for Leeds. Yeah. Very good player, I'll be honest with you. So, from your point of view, do you think that Calvin Phillips is going to stay at Leeds from a, from an outsider's fan point of view? I, I think for another year, possibly. Um, yeah. So, in the second season. If he gets uh, in the Euro squad and starts every most games, I think there'll be some big clubs season. after him. He will I'm, not start I'm, most he's games. Though, he's played both games, though. Yeah, yeah, because he's yeah, he's he's look at teams who played San Marino. Yeah, yeah. But why would he put them in the squad? Because it, they need him to no, gel for the Euros. Yeah, he's, he's good enough to be in the squad, don't get me wrong, but he doesn't start with a Declan Rice and probably Jordan Henderson, Jamaican Mounts. Yeah, definitely. I think he'll get he's some good. game time. He, he def yeah, he definitely goes to me, no doubt about it. He definitely goes. I just, I just think another year at top level then he might deserve to be starting it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying he's a terrible player, because I think he's class. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I, I just I just think another year of experience in a big league, then sort yeah, of I agree. compact I agree. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, this, I, is coming, I, this is obviously coming from a Leeds fan, but I see a lot of stuff on Twitter to do with fucking Declan Rice and Calvin Phillips. And in my opinion, at the minute, based on Premier League experience, Declan Rice is twice the player Calvin Phillips is. In my opinion, but he's also got twice experience. Exactly, exactly. It's, it's um, not that's that's not based on technical ability because the two no. are very different players. It's the consistency of the years he's played in the Premier League. Yeah, and this no, exactly. season he's probably, yeah. exactly. he's probably probably week in week out for Leeds. 
probably being yeah, in the, probably exactly. what, the top three, top four of your most consistent players all season. Probably, alongside yeah, Rafinha, yeah, Bamford. Maybe I'll tell you what, if, if player of the season, if it's not Stuart Ballas, there's something wrong. What a player. Yeah, he's oh, been really good. I can't, I can't believe he's playing week in, week out, mate. It's unbelievable. He's doing, doing the job though, Seb. Doing the job. He's just madness. He's a quality, quality footballer, and he's he's so he's a bit like us, like Ben Osborne is for us. He's just, just put him anyway. He'll do a job. Yeah, run his arse. Because I swear he's played fucking what middle of midfield for years. He's played left back, left mid. He's played for everyone. And he still can't get a game. It's mad. It's uh, as one of our previous episodes was called, what does Ben Osborne do to get a game? And he got one against Chelsea and played really, really well. Um, yeah. And we, we're not biased, but we do have a bit of a, a bit of a hatred and a bit of hate for Ender Stevens because this season he's been well, worse, worse than terrible. So, yeah. but yeah. it's it, it's just it's just how it is. But I mean, I've got ge- I've got an agenda against Tyler Roberts. I think the guy's a prick. But you know, we move <laughs> I don't think he's good enough <laughs> to play for Leeds. Exactly. I thought when you signed him, I thought he's never good enough. He's not consistent enough for Leeds, what, what we need, personally. It's it's not thing. He's he's a shit. Rodrigo. Oh, dang, I knew this would come up. I knew this would come up. I'm not saying is he, but in a Leeds perspective, was he 28 million you could have spent somewhere else? Definitely. This is this. I've had I've had this thought going on many times, and I think I think he's a player we could have maybe spent same as Rafinha with 17, 18 million on him. Yeah, I, I think he's maybe one of By the way, Rafinha's quality. Yeah, he's, quality. he's just some of the stuff he does. He just takes them. He's insane. He fucking knew enough Barry Kale, didn't he? You know what I'm giving him. No, he didn't hear enough. He did. The the good thing about Rafinha, he makes the game look so easy. This. Honestly, does all the basics right, Move, moves the ball nicely, and he just, he just making leads look beautiful. Yeah, hey, the way <laughs> does all the basics right, he just takes the absolute piss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was putting it more from football perspective than a he coaching. The yeah, he's lovely. He does. There's not he many does. like his goal at Fulham the other week. He took a touch in the box before sticking it past the keeper. How many players are thinking that situation with the ball rolling through to you near the six-yard box? Is take a touch. To have that close control, it's just. I do think sometimes he has disappeared a couple of times this season, yeah. but any player does. Do you think I mean? he'd have been even better if you'd have had fans in at Ellen Road? Oh my god. Yeah, 40,000 singing his song. I just can't wait until that. Oh, what's going on? I generally think you'd be six places at European League. And also. Say the same thing. I think if Leeds would have had a full Ellen Road every two weeks, you'd be. At least pushing the Europa League spots, if not already in them. It's, it's the same with you, lads, though. Yeah, definitely. You've got to admit, when I think it's impacted us a lot more than yours. Well, to be fair, though, right, going back to uh, Project Restart, like we've already said before, if we would have had them three points at Villa to, to start us off on that roll, the first game after Project well, Restart... You had to up, didn't you? And then it was then, well, if it a goal would have gone in... Off, they, and I you, no offence. If that goal goes in, they don't stay up. If, if their results go nope. the same and also yeah, that, kicks, that, that that then kicks us on and maybe we could have finished higher than, than nine. I've been dreaming if we would have finished like you said earlier down 17th on goal difference no, and last game it seems to be a dodgy pen where Billy Sharp tripped over him and fell up floor and it's never been a penalty since whenever it's but it's, it's, just, it's just it's just how it is and, um, and, and, and looking at Leeds it's you are quite enjoyable to watch as much as I hate you uh, he's, 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 just in, he, he's just enjoyable to watch because 
Like it's entertaining football, mate, because they can yeah. score seven, concede six. It's yeah. or concede. You know what I mean? It's just end to end. All yeah, it's entertaining from your point of view, but exactly. me, from our point of view, it's, it's nervous. Yeah, one of the games I watched earlier in the season was the Fulham game where you played him at home. Oh my where you, god, we were pissing it and then just balls it right up. Yeah, you you, you you were like dominating every time you went forward. You could have scored every oh, single oh. time. One of the most entertaining games I've watched Leeds this season is when they lost to Man City. We one nil at Ellen Road. No, we drew we drew one on. One, yeah, one one. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking, scored, speaking of Rodrigo, yeah, he's yeah. Lost. yeah, when yeah. we scored, yeah, great that, finish. That was a quality game. Quality and you game. went toe to toe with them. To be fair, we went toe to toe with them this season. Yeah, you did twice. Um, yeah, you did well, twice. twice. But the away game, we we had, I think they had eighty four percent of the ball, which is City yeah, it's and beyond. It's Man City. They kicked it's... on from when we played them first game of the season. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And it's, it's we've got them next weekend as well, Man City. So uh, it'll be a good watch. That it's not going to be a good watch if we're fucking two 0 down after ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Which well, is the way it will go. It, it's just that. You just take the rough with this move. Like you're not going to get relegated. You know we're near that, and you've still got something to play for. See so the no, carrots. Try telling Leeds Twitter that, will you? Jesus. I swear to Leeds, Leeds Twitter, the mate, it's re- the, the oh. Leeds fans on Twitter are the most annoying mother in the world. It's horrendous. It's all. Wait, I'm not saying every, it's all Leeds fans, but now every club that's on Twitter wind me up. Honestly, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, like, I it's... swear when people look at league table, they look at it us down to eleven, and then after that it's fucking full and West Brom Sheffield United. <laughs> I, don't think, I think they forget about all the teams in between. There's only two clubs that should be worried about getting relegated, other than the, than the three already in there, and that's Brighton and Newcastle. So yeah. I think everybody else. I know Southampton are in free for all, apart from they beat us again. Um, seems like they always Brighton. beat us by the same score and every Brighton. single time. Brian are the worst. Not, not because of the Ben White thing. No, it did just irrelevant. In, it did piss me off at the start, don't get me wrong. But yeah, irrelevant. It was, Wait. when they beat us in January and they were thinking they were going to fucking kick on and all that, and they've been shite ever since. They're shite. They, they oh. are shite. I can't wait for them I to I think one of the only games they've won, I think they beat Newcastle, aren't were it? That's it. Well, they can't, they can't score goals. Can't score goals, yeah. What about from Leeds' side for the, for the game on... On Saturday, right? What, what do you, what? How do you boys foresee it coming? Probably the opposite. I mean, as if, as if COVID couldn't ruin a Yorkshire derby any more than decided to put it on fucking yeah, Amazon right. Prime. Is that <laughs> what it's on? Yeah, yeah. yeah Amazon oh, Prime. Three o'clock on a Saturday. No, that that's it's horrendous. That's fucking awful, isn't it? Amazon Prime. I, I can think say now though, it wouldn't be a three o'clock kickoff if there were fans in fucking ground. Nope. nope. No, no chance. Because everyone would be too pissed before kickoff. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Yeah. It'd no, it'd be an half twelve or an half fiver. Well, I, I don't think it'll even be an half fiver. I can guarantee you, it'll be on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, half twelve Sunday. We get the fucking twelve two o five slot on a Sunday. That fucking shit one. Where they talk about we get we get the night kickoff on a Sunday. This question's a bit of a double ended a double ended question because do we actually, as in talking to you two? Do we actually have any threats that you that genuinely frighten you, seeing as though we're so blunt at well, not, not, to not <laughs> on the put at the end of well, one end of the pitch? Because we get thirty-five yards from goal, and if you've not watched us that much time this season, we just stop and just go right. What do we do now? Uh, do we actually have any threats that actually concern your back four, back three, back five? The embarrassment of losing, I think. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I said it to you before we came live. I mean, obviously he's injured, but what a player Sander Burgess, in my opinion. I just think 
But I've got a feeling you this season he's obviously done fuck all, aren't they? Sort of thing. But well, I mean, it's November. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I mean. <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I can't really think of any threats you've got. But. Like say, you can win. I support him and neither can I. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it's. The thought of Billy Sharp scoring scares me. (laughs) Again. Billy Sharp's injured, mate, so don't worry about that. He's injured. Is he? Oh, that's good. To add to our very long list. I I, I like that, Billy. I think he's alright. Yeah, he's a a good guy. He's a guy you just love in football, isn't he? Really, what he's been through, and he's brilliant. Ali, Ali gets up and does it every every day. And considering he's thirty five, yeah, I'll chuck, <laughs> I'll, I'll chuck one of our older statesmen at you, who we who we love as a as a football club, and B has probably been our best player this season. How do you deal with David McGoldrick and what he brings to us? That'll probably our own one of our only shining lights going forward this year. All I can say is, if he shoots from six yard box, you say. Yeah, pretty much. If he saw the Chelsea <laughs> one, Jesus, what? I, I mean, I do, I do like him as a player. In fairness, he's he always he's he's always in the right place and stuff. And he, it, for a big boy like he is, he's half decent on the ball. He is he is decent on the ball. But I mean, like you say, when it's been one of them seasons that you're fucking talking about, David and Goldberg has been the threat. You know what I mean? Not to dig his heart out, but when you've got to admit, when he signed for you in the Championship, you must have been a bit surprised. Did he come from Ipswich? Yeah. It's a great signing, though, really, isn't it? It's one of them when he left Ipswich as a free agent, you think that's probably him done, sort of thing. Yeah. Like, not done as a footballer, but maybe done at playing a higher level. And obviously, he came to use in the Championship, which he thought fair enough. And that, he could have he could have been your player of the season that year when he took you up. When he went he up was. years. Jesus he was. Christ. They weren't bashing, were no, no, it was Basham and then did see with the year after, weren't he? Yeah. So, it's yeah. just... I can't... And what, how old is he now? He's like 30, he's 33? 33. 33, yeah. 34. Oh, he's a yeah. Thing, yeah. And we, we, yeah, we, we, we absolutely love him. And uh, Chez is the, the, the committed, uh, CEO of the David McGoldrick fan club. I won't I won't accept any Dizzy slander at all. Yeah, I think he's a good player. Apart from his miss against Chelsea, then... He's been outstanding. he missed it, but... Do you know what? If, if if we'd have played like we did last season, because he couldn't, he, he struggled to score last season, and now he's had a goal to his game this year, and we've been just dross everywhere else. So I feel a little bit sorry for him in regards to that, because if he'd have played like if you'd taken this season's form, goal scoring form into last season's team, that could have been yeah. our difference between Possibly. ninth and, Possibly, and maybe yeah. somewhere else, just because he had so many chances last season. And everyone like he, he had 17 games on the trot without even without scoring a goal. Like, and it yeah. took him forever to score and we were just willing him on and when he came on in games we were just like all we want to do we don't care if we lose the game as long as Didzy scores we can lose 2-1 yeah, as long as Didzy scores and when he finally right, did what, get what, the what summed it up when he took it round keeper at Brighton and then put yeah. his wife and, like, and, yeah. what, about and then he missed against Crystal Palace yeah Palace was yard yard I was going to say but, that, but yeah everyone in, in crowd started chanting his name and clapping yeah. for him which I think says a lot about him and what what we what sort of fans I'll tell you what lad you sound it. like us with Bamford last season <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he could have played He's with one leg this you. season David McGoldrick and we'd still love him because he was a free transfer he came injured 
Um, and, and look what Wilder's done with him. And look what Wilder's done with most of that fucking squad, to be fair. Like, who's made Chris Basham a Premier League footballer? He's a 12-legged Bambi on ice. 250, <laughs> two, 200, 250 grand seven years ago from Blackpool. Right? It's, it's, George, George, it's crazy. How good he is still as well. I, I mean, obviously, we're where you are in league now. It's obviously. I'll be honest with you, he's still scared fucking living shit out of me. Oh, scared of me. When, when he runs forward. <laughs> And it proves it, like you just said, with Bambi on ice, when you beat us at Ellen Road like, like two seasons ago, he slipped yeah, on his fucking arse and it just tripled <laughs> in the fucking corner. Yeah. And you just think, oh, well. And I swear we, we hit the post about fucking four times that day. Oh, mate, you mate, mate, it's not going to fucking You still win. won that game, no doubt. Fucking hell. What a day. Just, <laughs> it, uh, it was, it's just one of those. But going on to the Blaze perspective, how on earth, and I mean, this could be an hypothetical question which we can't answer, how do we beat him? How do we, how do we go to Leeds um, and, and go and take summer? Absolutely, fucking stick one on Rafinha after about five minutes. Do your own work. That's the only thing I can. You can do your own work all day long, mate. That third man <laughs> thing is different. It you can do your own work on anyone, anyone, really. Because I can well, guarantee you, John Lundstrom will not break sweat. Like you said, you, you, Rafinha, you stop Rafinha. Well, try and stop Rafinha, should I say? Phillips, put him under pressure. Sticks one on him, dog him, keep him out of game as much as possible. That I will agree with you there. I do think because Phillips, he does it's because of how we game, play out man. from the back. Yeah, Cause definitely. Because of how we do play out with the back, everyone commits forward to the defence. Next thing you know, you slip a pass into Phillips. He's got all the time. The one, well. the one thing I'd be do... positive that might possibly happen. Sorry, is if we play Ollie Burke, I'm not confident in lead centre half. Neither might. That's exactly what I'm going to go. Put pressure on him because Ollie Burke will run at you. And if it is for me, is one yeah, day yeah, great, forget next fucking ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. That's, the first thing is, Cal, you're right, he's getting the ball. Yeah. Um, <laughs> seems to wreck his face and get up three seconds later. Um, yeah, oh, yeah God, it, it's going to be hard. It's going to yeah. be hard. It's, it's, it's going to um, be a difficult game, but, but I, like that, I said, that's stop Calvin I think if we bring, if it's nil nil and we bring Ollie Burke on after 60 minutes. Say, just look, just have a little bit of fresh legs. Or even we, we have a tendency this is, well, we did it under Wilder, I don't know what Eki's going to do, but we, we used to swap the front two round. So we take them both off at the same time, bring two new faces on. So if we start. Yeah, with, I, I noticed how Wilder used to do that. And it, yeah, so, so yeah, if we start with. It it's, it's sometimes did pay off, yes. It's, it's not paid off for much time this season. It, when, did last uh, year. it, did, it did last year when Moussa came on at Everton, for instance. <laughs> That's when it changed. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I can see that a couple, of, you, a couple of years, like seven, like, and just like you do sometimes try to think of it, and then there's always one, like, it's with me, I'm the one who's just like, when the fuck are we going? You know what oh, I mean? Mate, like, you've got a question out, yeah. That is yeah. my, oh, mate, I'm my own, like, you know. Mate, I'm so pessimistic. Like, like you say, if you if this went to Yorkshire Derby this weekend, right, you'd normally be looking at it, as, a neutral and look at it saying, fucking Leeds should piss this. Yeah. But because well, it's a Yorkshire Derby, and, and I'm thinking. Oh. Oh. We could get. I'm, I'm sat here. How many points are you on now? Fourteen. So you're on fourteen <laughs> points, and I'm sat here thinking we might get beat. Like, <laughs> mate, what, I don't know what you're smoking, but if you get, beat, imagine if we yeah. win our last nine games. <laughs> yeah. Imagine. Well, imagine. Well, imagine. Back, that will be unbelievable. Yeah, it's one of yeah. the things though. Like, I would, You wouldn't mind seeing it. From my view, anyway, oh, because I know, I know a few Sheffield United fans in town, like, and um, like they're all right lads. Do you know what I mean? It's one of them things where, like, you think, do you know right. what? Fair fucking play. 
Fantastic can play if you did. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're absolutely, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're depressed. I'm waiting for one of these to go, yeah, but we're absolutely fucking dry. Yeah, we're dog shit. We're dog shit. <laughs> We've been dog shit. I've, I've, run out, I've run out of words to describe yeah. how wank we actually are. <laughs> Well, from my perspective, anyway, for Leeds players who, are, who we need to stop, and you've actually mentioned him earlier, I didn't think he'd, he'd, he'd actually come up with Stuart Dallas. I just, <laughs> watching him, he's just, he's just everywhere, looking at him and just thinking, you've done what a lot of our players have done, and sort of that progression, he's gotten, he's aged a bit like a fine wine, where as yeah. he's got older, the experienced head has come. I don't know how many games he's played for, it must be 150, 200 he's, maybe. He's nearly, I think he's... I think he's either just about to hit 200 or yeah. he just has. He's just been, he seems like he's been there forever and he's never been talked away about a move. He's never been not too far away from the team. He's just been one of them players. He's signed him from there. Brentford. Yeah, yeah, we signed him as a fucking left winger. He yeah, wished um, he actually wished Danny good. We signed him on the day Danny got his GCSE results and he wished oh, him good man, luck. This is when you see the team and you're like, oh, you tag all players. Can I get some good luck from the juice? <laughs> and the, the, fun, the Pushing the ball out wide, but the fullbacks are just gonna just like as much as Luke Ailing. When we played, when he played for Yeovil against us in that when we were that playoff semi final, he was dross. <laughs> he was he was dropped. All we sang to him at Elmleg was, You look like a girl, and he just offered it's nothing. Fucking, now, Leeds fans just adored him, like oh, he's just some I sort of reincarnation. And another one as well is is Alioski. Like last year, I, I wouldn't say he was over amazing in the championship, but this year he's really pushed on. But obviously, we don't really want to be speaking too much onto him with obviously what's going on at the moment. But Hayden, honestly, I was sad to see him going. What is going on? And this oh. this is the thing. It's just bringing dispute into Leeds fans. It's best not mentioning it. I don't think. I'll I'll mention a little bit. I mean. A lot, I see a lot of people, like a lot of the older generation, keep saying that the people who aren't wishing Alioski oh, well. Oh shit! I've just clicked on why. Move on. Yeah, I just like a lot of the older generation keep saying that. Oh, it's only the younger ones who are hating against him for going to Galatasaray. I'm not being funny. He's played for us for five years now, right? He's yeah. been through five anniversaries of that day of what happened. 
yeah. You'd surely think he's got a bit about him to say, hang on a minute, I could don't, probably sign for someone else. But like when Harry, like selfish, mate. They don't give a fuck about shit like that. I know, really. when, I know. when Harry Kuehl went to Galatasaray, oh, after what he said in... Worse. That's worst. I, only, I watched a documentary not so long ago about that and about that whole saga. And he's like, how thick must you be to do that? Like, you know, Honestly, yeah. No matter, they could offer any anybody who's played for Leeds and claimed to love Leeds like Harry Kuehl did. Why would Something about t- Harry Kuehl's just made me laugh to myself what Leeds fans used to do. Oh. Oh Every time before kick-off, right, when you were a kid and you weren't going to the pub and you'd be with your dad early and stuff, like your dad would take you. They used to play like, old goals on the screen. And when Harry Kuehl come up, that, it was just so, like, childish. Everyone... Everyone just fucking boo. Every time Harry kills for a goal, everyone is oh, just yeah. booing. And, like, and then, funnily enough, after that season, they never did it again. The stuff with Galatasaray, they know as well as you like what happened. And as much as they don't want to admit it, it was horrendous. And as, if you look at British, uh, British football history of teams going to Europe, one of the most tragic events of this century. Like, no, look at all the disasters no. that have happened, like at High Soul and Hillsborough. Yeah, they're just terrible football yeah. people, though, them. Yeah, they are, and it's just... They are it's bringing that business side into football again, and people and they're just not giving two fucks. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, but at the end of the day, football is a selfish end of the day. They're just there for pay for Yeah, exactly. And, and, and Alioski, as much as he was OK to begin with, he just seemed that... He, he has no real attachment to Leeds, does he? He's, he's sort of like, shite. He's, he's fucking shite. I'm not getting into it. He's shit at football. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, is he shit at football yeah. because he's going to Galatasaray? Or is he shit at football no, in general? He's just shit at football. Mm-hmm. Like, and this is just shit on top of it. He could, he could go to anyone. He could go to anyone. Yeah. Even I'd rather he go to fucking Man U, Liverpool. Obviously, he's not going to get his wank. But, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's... it's just one of them. I mean, a lot of like the older generation are saying it's only the young lads who are bothered. I mean,. Yeah, but the young lads, we do understand what happened. Yeah, granted, we weren't there. I was fucking one, for fuck's sake. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we do understand what happened. And I follow, um, obviously, it was Kevin Loftus, Kevin Loftus and Chris Spade. Uh, no, Kevin Spade, Chris Spade. I was getting mixed up, mate. And fucking, anyway, I follow one of the one of them lads on Twitter. And he even, like, you'd maybe think that he wouldn't have anything to say about it because it's his dad. But fucking hell, he was so vocal about it and the fucking about how obviously right, so to be fair, rightly exactly. You fucking it's your just, dad it, gets killed in fucking Istanbul. Yeah. It's it's just unbelievable. And, and they don't accept any responsibility because yeah, Leeds did have. No. Th- there was that that trip over to to Turkey and yeah, there was a ruckus, but nothing ever deserves anything like that. It's at the end know, of the day, football Leeds football, fans and Galatasaray fans were fighting. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, it, it's it's something that should have never ever happened. No one should ever go to a football match and not come back. It's just because Alioski's been so public about it. That's yeah, what's, that's what's, that's yeah what's definitely. He's literally come out and just gone, look, don't be a fool. I'm saying do what I want to do for me. I'm going. At the end of the day, he's just yeah. said, I'm going, and I know where. Because I'm he going. won't get any wishes from Leeds fans, and why should he? No, exactly. The and thing is, massive, if, it's a massive betrayal, been... isn't it, for Leeds fans? That's, oh, that's massive. Worth down to. If it had played massive. for us for like a, a, what, a season, for example, do you know what I mean? It's one of them things where, you, yeah, you're pissed off about it, but it's one of them things he, he maybe don't understand it. Fucking hell, he's played for us for five years. Yeah, he's been he, through he, five he anniversaries of it. He knows yeah. what happened. You look at the prestige of Leeds and all the clubs that that all all the all the other ninety clubs in the in the Premier League and the Football League all 
um, do the same sense of respect for this for the exact same event because it's not just a not just a Leeds tragedy exactly. in itself, but it's it's a it's a football tragedy. It's a football tragedy because as as you put it down, no football fan should ever go to a game, exactly. support the team, and leave and never come back. Especially how old's um, how old's the lad you follow on Twitter? I think I read actually he was seven. Seven. So he was. He'd be. I think he's like. He'll be twenty-seven, twenty-eight now. 28. And his little sister. His little sister was three. Because there's oh a little sister God. as well in it. She you know. Wept. I mean, it's like you say. Obviously, the other aspect of it is when, when you look at it, is I mean, you see it as Leeds. Leeds lost two fans at the end of it, but on the back end of it. Two kids lost. Two kids lost their dad. Yeah, you yeah. Know and, I mean. and and so and so, lost two, and two wives have lost two husbands and exactly. two sons and two exactly. brothers and exactly. Whoever. And, exactly. and a community's lost. Exactly. It's it's Megan. And if Alioski can't see that for what it is, it's like, why would you even? Yeah. Why, why Galatasaray? Like, they, unfortunately, you can't wipe history as much as people would want to. Exactly. And you, you'd go back to then and. Yeah, you're right. Like the Leeds and Galatasaray fans were fighting, but that's just the mentality of. Uh, that's how. Of, that's how football is. It was. That's you, football you're is not going to get rid of fighting in football ever. No, no ever. especially especially when it's an us versus them mentality of that two different cultures coming together. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's it, it's happened right around the right around the, the globe. And you've looked at when England fans have gone into Eastern Europe, and you look at Bulgaria and last year when England played there, and the, oh, the six nil thrashing. <laughs> It's, it's just and the game's going backwards as far as yeah, I'm concerned in in that regard. But Alioski's not helping that in any no, regards isn't. whatsoever. And he's and having and having such a public image of of saying, well, yeah, this is it's he's not obviously not saying it's acceptable, but it's sort of like yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Leeds, and it's like exactly. that's not that's not right. And if Alioski does ever set foot back in Leeds, I guarantee you, won't won't be lasting there very long. He'll be Imagine if Leeds got him in the Europa League. If we qualified in the Europa League one year and. They were near the playing. It could happen. That's my fucking dream. Yeah, yeah. That's it'd be a brilliant game. game. That, that's one game I hope. I know it'd be a brilliant game for you lot, but for that reason, I, that's one game I hope to never see occur again. Yeah, just definitely. I know, I know what you mean. I yeah, just like it's definitely lockdown or something. Yeah, or play behind closed doors. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was behind closed doors. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It's one of them. It's one of them things like you'd love to fucking put one over on them. Oh, you know that, I mean? or you listen to the away fans, and it's just home. Yeah. Just well, we did that yeah. for the second leg. We did that for the second leg. Obviously, yeah. we'll probably, we've probably read a lot more to it in the news, lab. But yeah. like they did bang fans from the for the second leg, and they give Galatasaray fifty tickets to let fans in, to let to let executives and stuff in. That game should have never gone ahead in the first place. The, se- the first leg, the first leg should have never gone ahead. Never should have gone never ahead. gone ahead and then that's why Leeds fans turned the back on the first minute do you know what I mean and it's just yeah. obviously people say like oh minutes not you see fuckers out there who say well a minute obviously wasn't long enough and shit and you just think fuck me you have all the things to pick on it's just yeah. it's anyway but like yeah, you say look, we were saying earlier it was a football tragedy and you see it every year on the anniversary you can't think of a club who doesn't put something about that day like, we, no, can, we can all admit that as a country for football we are not perfect no, by far. Uh, abuse for racism, for discrimination. We are not perfect in the slightest. Yeah, something has got to change. Obviously, you could maybe you could maybe extend your barriers to Germany and France are like us, sort of thing. They're yeah. probably on the same level as us. But as soon as you go past that line from France and Germany into your Poland, your Russia, even your oh, Italy, 
even your Italy, it's it's not it's not football. It is not football. It's it's politics. Anyway, you wanted to get onto players. Yes. Let's talk about Mr. Bamford because he deserves a massive mention. From my perspective, he's my hero, man. Beautiful (laughs) man. Yeah, love him. He's a bit of a Tory, though, isn't he? Oh, he's a proper Tory. He's definitely got four ovens in his house. Yeah, he fucking loves it. But, yeah, I mean, what a season. What a season. It's just... He's been amazing. I mean, mean, don't get me wrong. People were saying at the start of the season, can he cut it in the Premier League? And in my opinion, as a Leeds fan, they had every right to. Because, could he? And he's had a fucking... Oh, fucking hell, it was fucking painful. But, like, Could not hit a back from lockdown, he had, he had an unbelievable last nine games with no fans in and stuff. And I've just got a feeling when we go back to having fans in, it'll be shite. <laughs> yeah, do you reckon <laughs> it's pressure? Yeah. Right? The pressure from the Leeds fans I to think... produce something. Leeds what fans can be harsh. If, if, you sit, yeah. if you sit in the copper at Leeds, honestly, some of the abuse you give some of the players, it, it's, it's, it's ruthless. Honestly, you, I, I look, I've looked at a few people and you think, honestly, have you really just said that? Play behind me for the last five years, absolutely fucking hates Calvin Phillips. He hates him. And I've got a feeling when we go back, it'll still be the same. I, I read reports, you know, with Calvin Phillips, that if you didn't go up last year, we were going to try and sign him. No, yeah, he'd have gone. He'd have gone. That were reports, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't have blamed him at all because he he deserved to play in the Premier League after his two, last two seasons. Well, but, if we get thirty-five I mean, million pounds for Sander, just... will you take thirty-five million for him? <laughs> no chat, not now. I'll pass him back <laughs> to seventy, mate. I'll be honest. No, fifty to seventy but now I mean, is yeah, worth. Back to back to Bamford, and I mean, obviously, people about with the England squad. He had, in my opinion. I'd right, this is, every right this is, I've got it. like a bit of a fucking. I've got well, this is my theory, right? So he had fucking. Yeah, I'm gonna get a bit deep with this. <laughs> so, I could tell in my Google. opinion, with the England squad, with, yeah, with the England squad, as realistic, realistically, as the quality of a player he is, he shouldn't be in the England squad. But if you're calling up fucking Ollie Watkins over fucking Correct. Patrick Bamford, then what the fuck's all that about? No idea. I, I don't know. But and I, I've I mean, checked it so many times. I go on Premier League app and compare the stats and I just think, I look at it thinking, how the fuck's he done it? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just can't get my head around it. it absolutely you know what? I can guarantee you, Southgate will gone, oh, I need an Aston Villa player in here. Yeah. I, He's got 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 here. I need someone that can play slightly wide if I need to. But then again, why have we only got Harry Kane as a striker? Patrick Bamford is in oh. every right this season to be in that England squad. You want your best players for your nationality. But if you look at season, stri- he's not one of the top goal scorers in league for no fucking reason. 12, in it. Yeah, if you look at strikers, though... I think he's on 14 look, now, you know. Is it 14, in it now? Yeah, it's 14, yeah. Um, if you look at strikers, then, if, if Gareth Southgate bases this on form, Patrick Bamford should have been in, in front of Ollie Watkins, no problem. As much as yeah. I, I do rate Ollie Watkins, I think he's done if quite If it's based on current form, he should probably be in front of Calvert-Lewin. <laughs> If realistic, if that's the way you, yeah. you look at it, obviously well, stats wise, outside if, the six, outside the eighteen yard box, he's fucking shy. You could say, but well, the most successful striker in English football is a is a six yard box poacher. Yeah, Calvert Lewin is there to do one job. Harry Kane is the reason he's so so good at what he does is because he can do both. 
where yeah, he's not exactly. he, he won't call him a poacher. I don't know he, I don't know what you would no, label no. Harry Kane as apart from a goal scorer. But what, like in, that, in fairness, what a player he is. But if you'd have if you'd have gone on form and Taylor and me actually disagreed with this in in the last episode about Danny Ings and he's now injured, oh. but he would have been close to it as well. And I'd have liked to see. Yeah, him I, I, he's, a, he's a good player. He's Danny Ings really good player. He's a good player, but his form in the last ten fifteen games is not warranted to get in that England squad over Patrick Bamford. No, no definitely not. But no, but he'd been, oh. in, the, but he'd been in, a, in the conversation. I, especially playing minnows like Sam, Sam Marino. I'm not going to put Albania in and minnows because they're the way they go about their youth structure. I was reading it this morning. The way they go about their youth structure, they literally just want Albanian players. They don't want to bring them from the outside because yeah, yeah. a lot of their players have second nationalities. Yeah, but against minnows like Sam Marino, it's ideal. If Ricky Lambert can get an England start, Patrick Bamford is three oh, or yeah. five times a player. Definitely. Oh so, I, just, I, can't, I couldn't get over it. I mean, and the thing is, when you listen, Southgate obviously did his co- press conference about his reasonings for the squad. Have you actually read why he picked up Ollie, picked Ollie Watkins? Because it was to do with fucking his pressure and his pressing on the defence. That is literally Bamford's best what? fucking That's what league, That's how leagues play. That's yeah. how we play. Do you know what I mean? I just thought, Jesus, oh, he's, he's, I, I tell you what, he's so dominant in coaching. And we played. Did you watch the game against Albania? I did watch I the Albania. I watched Sam Marino. 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 <laughs> what's what's Bielsa done then? What what's what's Bielsa changed in Banford? Or is it like Taylor said that there's no fans? No pressure. I don't. I generally think there's no pressure at fans. That, and that's, yeah, that's, definitely. I do, I do think he's right as well. To be fair, because like, I mean, with having fans in, he did used to get a lot of stick when he first joined. Because don't get me wrong, he was shocking. He came straight from Palace. Did he come from? Was it Middlesbrough? No, he was Middlesbrough. He was Middlesbrough for a year. Ten million quid. Uh, I think it was seven, and then oh. it, it was ten if we went promo- got promoted. So obviously it's ten now. It, I think it was if we got promoted in three years. Or think of it. Sorry to interrupt, Dan, but think of it like this: if you're coming into Leeds in the Championship with a seven million figure on you, you're gonna have pressure on your back. You, you you needed to perform, and and that's what was the downfall of Bamford in the Championship. But he's really turned it on now. Yeah. But I think, it, I think, like you say, it because there's no fans in, he's had that freedom as if to say, well, I'm not going to get any stick. So he's got, yeah. he feels a lot, he's a lot more relaxed. Do you know what I mean? But I do think with fans in now, if, when fans do come back in next season, which I cannot fucking wait for. <laughs> like, don't care what league we're in. Mate, I know what league we'll be oh, it's not, it's just, it's the thing, meeting your mates, having a pint and watching football. That's, yeah, that's, that's all it's about. You can play whatever fucking league you want. And that obviously the result helps. The, the thing is, but though, like, with, I mean, with the fans going back in, you only have to make one mistake. You can guarantee where you stand or sit or whatever, 10 or oh, 15 people point. around you are going to start Sorry. knowing and it's just going to go around ground and it's all just going to, you know, pile on top. 100%. Toxic in a football ground at times. It really I think, is. I think, I, I, not, to, not to slander Leeds, but that's probably the most, probably Leeds is probably the most negative quality. Yeah, that, definitely. That, definitely. That, even if they make one mistake, like we're all human beings, and it seems to be like, especially if you look at like Dan mentioned earlier about the Leeds Twitter, it seems like, like everybody knows best. 
That's not the same as us, mate. Look at Ramsdale this year. Look how much stick that fall get got. Even in this town, there's league fans who can be really negative. I hated it when we got criticised last season for losing games. It's like, we are in dreamland. We are. Yeah, we shouldn't even be where we were, to be fair. We were that is over, my reaction over, to over, every over, game this season. Overachieving. It, it were a party. We just went in just thinking, just try. All I want, and we said this in the last episode, we value a trier. All we want for you yeah. to do is to try. That's it. And if we win, we win. Then that getting that first goal against Palace last season on that red-hot Sunday afternoon was just it. That's the that that was the pinnacle, and then it just got better and better and better and better from there. And you said it yeah, earlier yeah, with the yeah. Liverpool game. It's like yeah, you lost, but you didn't mind it being defeated by reigning Premier League champions. Four three that game, by the way. Yeah, four yeah. three. Yeah. yeah, and you deserve to get at least a point. At least that a was point. that was the thing when obviously sat down to fucking watch it like, and I thought, do you know what? Whatever happens, happens. We're back in the Premier League. That's all the matters. We're back in the Premier League. Where. I won't say where we maybe sometimes deserve to be because you see that big club ethos thing and you just think, oh, people say, oh, we deserve to be there. No, we deserved, we didn't deserve to be there because we were shite. Like the, the Chilino days at Leeds were just oh, like looking at it from that. He said he's He's dropped the C-bomb. Just the other C-bomb. But it's, it's just, just like... That's just said shivers down my spine. Exactly, man. exactly. And oh, looking at it... But if you look at it, I, I heard somebody say the other day, so you could probably count 15 clubs on... Uh, you write 15 clubs down with decent owners and we, we can't be one on that list but at that time Leeds were the worst run club in the country and at that point the Oysters still had Blackpool and that's how bad it was I'm sure I'm sure I saw on Twitter the other day that there was Shalino on the bench in a his, his new team did I see that right? why does that not fucking surprise me? yeah he's uh, the owner of, Bre- owner of Brescia I'm pretty sure I saw that. Right, I'll give you some context because I read it all. Because uh, Pep Plotic's their new manager, and obviously oh, no. he was our he was our assistant on the. Is, was that was Harry? Who was at Birmingham for? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, who Gary Monk In, had a bit of an argument with? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was he was he was Monk's assistant when he was at us. Obviously, it was Chilino in charge back then. It, like, him and Rajasani were 50-50. Obviously, he went over to Brescia. Chilino did bought Brescia. Signed fucking Balotelli, which was fucking mental. <laughs> and like, obviously, he's got Clotter in as his manager now, and Clotter got sent off. And fucking literally, the Chilino sat on the bench, <laughs> fucking being fucking gaffer. And I just saw it, and I thought that was the most Chilino thing I've ever seen. It is just to see him doing that. Thinking. He's such a wanker. Only at time from our perspective, though, I'll be honest. Have you, have, you, have you not heard what he did in our ground? No, every seat that had number 17 on it, it was his unlucky number. It was weird. Who the fuck's unlucky number 17? 17, yeah. <laughs> he must have had a bad year when he was 17. <laughs> he, changed, he changed all the fucking seat numbers to 16B. <laughs> Who the fuck does that? Does that? Who even yeah. has time oh. to think of shit like that? Because <laughs> it, I was, if you read Paddy Kenny's book, um, what, he, yeah. spo- he, he know, spoke yeah. a lot Just about actually now. Yeah, I watched a podcast on him. Yeah, we're, we're the under the crossbow. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. yeah. listen. Yeah, you can watch it on YouTube, to be fair. How the fuck is he allowed to be a chairman in football? No idea. No idea. But I don't know if it's, if it's the Italian way of life, but if you look at other like prominent Italian football fanatics, it's just ridiculous. He is single handedly in the top one of the worst owners ever. And, and miles 100%. clear as well. Miles clear as well because he, he just ruined that football club. 
and to see Leeds it, in that just... state, like the players that were on the pitch and what he was telling them, changing them all to 16B and not giving managers money and saying... That's made my pay, though. That's the thing, just so funny. Doing what good old foreign owners do, it was like the Latvian owners at Hearts, where they said, oh, you've got all this foreign investment, then um, their Latvian centre-half was translating and says, no, that's all bollocks, because none of that actually exists. Um, he's just he's just taking you for a ride, you're not going to get paid. It's like, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Imagine how easy it would be to take over a football club in Italy. They have no rules and regulations and all that. What oh, the fuck? Italy is the best country to own a football team because we could all join a fucking consortium and say, oh, yeah, can we own them? And they'd be like, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, we'll play some. <laughs> we'll play some. You got any money? No, no, don't worry no, about no, perfect. Shut your hand. No problem. <laughs> okay, that's, but, and that's um, going to be like, like, we like the no money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking it. Mario's here. Yeah, we want, <laughs> we want to ruin every football club. Back to the players, because I hate talking about that for it. Yeah, sorry, I had, <laughs> Jeb, I had to... Jeb started it. I so had, we've, had had a ni- we've had a nice conversation about Bamford, so I'm going to swing it back at you, and you're going to think, what a twat when I say oh, it. No. I'm John, Lund- what... John Lundstrom. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I caught it. I caught it. I want your opinions, because... Obviously, what a season he had last season, in fairness to him. He had a great season. But this season, it's like he's got no fucking legs. I'll sum mine up in two words. Dog shit. Love it. Well, I'm glad you said that because he's an absolute prick. He doesn't give a fuck, though. This is the problem. The contract situation. There's a lot of it to do with his contract. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, 100%, mate. Well, I don't know how the fuck he's managed. Do you find a manager and a player turned around to me at the beginning of the season and said, I'm not signing a new contract? Well, I'm sorry, mate, you're playing with under fucking 12. That's it. Yeah. If you don't want to sign a contract and play for sure, you're not in fucking club anymore. But, but Simple Wilder's, as that. But Wilder's brutal like that. But from what we it, know. It's clearly not because he's still fucking played. But we really really had nobody much else. Choice, though, to be honest. Well, we had no, nobody else. But I'd rather play a 12 year old than John fucking Lundstrom. Same as Ender Steve. It sounds like you think he's half decent, lads. No. Yeah, he's <laughs> the Touch your subject. I can't club. I've always, I've, I've never liked him. Yeah. He was tipped to, like, go on to play for Everton, wasn't he, really? Because yeah. a lot of people were raving about him. Like, so yeah, he was, yeah, he was so kind was of back with Leon Osman. Yeah, you can add him to that as well. Who does he play for now? He's probably in Cokehead United. He's got quality in Lundstrom to be a good player, but his head's got to be in the right frame of mind. And this season, I'm sorry, he's, he's just not been in the right frame of mind to be good enough. Yeah, I think he's with Tim Howard out in America, Jose Baxter is. Last oh, I heard. Yeah, probably I think he's He's not far from Colombia out there, is it? The love <laughs> No. no. Um, but we, in, when, like, when we. I just wanted to see him play. We 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 couldn't make a, a vast amount of judgment on him because we'd never really seen that much of him. He played bit parts. Um, yeah. And, well, when he did he... come in, he came in for Cootsie, and let's be fair, he got an unfair comparison to him. Yeah, because so... Cootsie, yeah, yeah, yeah because Coots after that basketball and Lundstrom couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> just straight out with it, no fucking. I, I can't. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I cannot stand him. Him and Andy Stevens. Just, just go. That was the next name on my list, then, aren't we? Yeah, Ender Stevens. Go on, then. Before, Jesus, jump on Ender Stevens, then. What's Jesus the crap? Because he had an unreal season in the Championship. Jesus Christ. Yeah, season championship. He's a steady Championship player. But he's he 31 now, and he cannot fucking run. 
He, 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 to be fair, he wasn't particularly good last season either. In, 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 well, he was. He scored he, that goal against pre-lockdown. Pre-lockdown, he was great. He was, he was great. The, obviously, the Brighton game was a massive highlight when he scored that unbelievable goal. My problem is with Ender Stevens is defensively. Oh, defensively, he's, he's just all over the place. In his this, own this sums up Ender Stevens, right? I, I literally walked downstairs to grab a drink. I watched ten seconds of Ireland game. There are, they got a throw in. It got played back to him. He went to pass it down that line. It went out a yard away from him. <laughs> a yard. <laughs> he's literally gone to play it down that line. It's gone out a yard away from him. Yeah. He, he, he's not. Oh. But he's, he's just completely shot of confidence. Jesus. But our problem is we don't have much. Don't have much um, pressure on that position. We we have we have Reece Norrington Davis out on loan at Stoke, who is going to probably get that place. And, and Ben mm-hmm. Osborne as well. And Ben Osborne as well. What do you think about? Ethan and Pardo. I'm Pardo. Pardo, whatever you, whatever you call him. That is superb. I'm, I'm, I'm made for podcast sites. <laughs> yeah, cause he, cause he, cause he's poo. Shite. Oh, that was horrific. That was horrific. <laughs> if you'd have said to me, probably pre, pre New Year. Actually, it was probably when we were battered, game began battered, not battered every week, but losing every week. He was probably one of our out, like players that stood out. But since the turn of the year, since we've started winning, there's been other players that have been more competent and, and stood out a little bit more for me. If we got him back on loan next season, I wouldn't be sad. But if he didn't come back, I wouldn't be sad either, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, good answer. Like, like, I've, like I've said on this, this podcast uh, a few times, he, like... Like you just said, there he's, he's not a midfielder for me. He's not like you said, games just passing by, and he, his versatility is good. He, he can cover a lot of different areas. Um, but I'm just I'm the, the more I think about it, the more I'm not a fan. Like yeah, like I would I, I would say take him next season just because he does cover us in a lot of departments. But do I think he's do I think he's been good this season? Not really. He's been, he's been average at best, in my opinion, yeah. to be honest. Um, I think he might struggle to get in that Chelsea team. He needs a permanent move away. He's still got age on his side. and let's, like, let's, like, like we said before, that he's, it's his first season where he's played football quite consistently. So it, there's, still a, there's still a fair bit. Of, he's, got, he's got a lot of time um, on his side to, to make the step up and... And develop and grow the way that he wants and, and Chelsea will want as well. So I won't write him off. I just he's, he's not been brilliant for me, if I'm honest. No. Mm. I, I, can I just chuck up um, a Leeds player out there that I think's probably kept him in so many games this season, and I think he's so underrated. It's pathetic. He's mesley. I know you're gonna say, yeah. yeah. What a goalkeeper he is. Yeah. yeah, definitely. That save against Fulham. No one should save that. Oh, yeah, mate. unbelievable. The, the kid uh, on it, for such a young age, he's got such a mature... Fair enough, he's made a couple of mistakes, all goalkeepers do. Won't be an entertaining goalkeeper if not. But he's... Exactly. I mean, he's been linked with PSG today. Do you want to know the best yeah, thing yeah, about that kid? He's, o- he's only 20 years old, honestly. Yeah. Madness, he's going to be he's, some he's player. He'll go to the top. He'll go to the top. And I'd like to think he'd maybe go to, he'd hopefully go to the top with us. 
hopefully, yeah. Yeah. if everything goes right, if everything goes right, I'll just, I've outlined this plan of stability, push on, keep pushing on, and just gradually as, push on. As a friend player and PSG come knocking. I know, I know. Yeah, well, the thing is, though, is, is, is he, he, at 20 years old, he may as well stay where he's going to get football week in, week out. If he's, if he's no, that I, money's, I agree. If but don't forget, Kaelin Navas is aging. Uh, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, Who's his agent, you know sorry? No, Keelan Navas is aging. All oh, right. <laughs> I thought he was his agent. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I'll, I'll be getting paid podcasts oh, after this. Oh, I, I'm going to put you oh. some after dinner speaking, I am. Cheers, <laughs> mate. Keelan <laughs> Navas is aging. Sorry, he was his agent. <laughs> 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 it did sound like that through these headphones. He's been class, and there's been so many. There's been so many Leeds players this season that have been class. Okay, just before we get on to the the final bit, um, you two boys are also proprietors of non-league, uh, which is good. A little bit higher than, uh, well, I'll, I'll go with 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 works up and, and a little bit above that. But Gainsborough Trinity who are a side that have been very, very up and down. I actually listened to a podcast not so long ago with Leon Metham, uh, a, a player who played for both. Um, what a player. So I watched, a, I listened, well, not watched, listened to a podcast with Leon Metham in um, last night. And honestly, that guy is like the best, one of the best players to have a great non Unbelievable. <laughs> Dan Shaw. <laughs> Oh, listening to a podcast. I've done, I've done it twice. <laughs> yeah, but it was a great watch. Watch now. I've done it again. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I need to quit. Just have a break. Just take a step for a break. Come on, start all that again. Right, start all that again, Seb. I'm going to have to put myself on mute. Stay in then, I'm not listening. <laughs> Dad's going to put himself on mute. I'll put myself on mute. I'll just join in. I'll, oh. click, I'll just click off and join in if I have to. Exactly. Me and Dan are then not going to fall falling out on this podcast. <laughs> that was class. That was class. <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm poo doing this. Oh. Watching podcasts. I'm poo doing. Okay, look, I'm very easy. <laughs> Okay, right, I think I'm alright, lads. Let's go again. Oh. Anyways. Oh. Right. I'm better. Okay, I'll be on the new. Hang on. Just crack on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Gamesbury Trinity have had a, a, a little bit of, well, a little bit of an up, upsurge, obviously, despite the, the COVID crisis and um, all games being suspended. And how's, it, how's it all been? How's, how's the club looking going forward? Yeah, so. Um, Curtis Woodhouse he's had to leave his post. I think that's more for stability reasons. Um, obviously, if he had to yeah, pay a manager, anyway. yeah, if, anyway. I rated him personally. I, I liked him, but um, we needed to keep the, the club running. And if if, it, if that meant not having a manager, that's what it has to be. In like football, it's a business. Yeah, I, I was surprised to see Curtis Woodhouse leave because he did a, a a stellar job. He was at Bridlington for ages, weren't they? In their successful season, getting out of the NECL, 
Um, and they they were amazing that season. And, and to look, bear in mind, Curtis Woodhouse has played has played football league. He's got football league experience. Sheffield United, yeah. And, uh, 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 us, and then goes goes on to be a um, a boxer and, and comes back into the game. And he's I what a Twitter, mad contrast that is. It's a bit of a, a bit of a context, but it's when you appointed him, I thought what a, what a um, what an appointment to make. And then I listened to Leon Meta the other day and he was talking about his day, days at Gainsborough and he was like, you were giving players all sorts of money. Like you, you were chucking it around like it was confetti, but struggling in confidence. Yeah, like, the couldn't stick. It was literally like Chelsea this year. Uh, at the very start on the front Lampard, you can spend as much money as you want. If the lights don't, if the lights don't gel, they're not going to gel. They had, they had Gavin Cowan, they had Leon Metham, Shane Clark. Terry Orkridge, yeah. Luke Waterfall, they want they they that one they they cost loads of money. Best one to me, money wise. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Beckett, we signed. He was oh, unbelievable. We signed Luke Beckett. Beckett, he was on a grand a week. Yeah, that's just that's just mental. <laughs> in the and and this was in about two thousand and eight. Yeah. This was in the it, conference it, north. Yeah. <laughs> it, in the conference prem. He was on a grand a week. Yeah, but say. your season wasn't going particularly well, was it, pre-count, um, in regards to where you really wanted to be? I'd seen, obviously, following results and sort of letting leads slip and a lot of instability un- behind the scenes. And from the games that I knew, especially when you came to workshop in pre-season, you looked pretty, a, a decent little out. The thing, what, I'll talk on what's gone right, and I think, Dan, you'll cover what's gone wrong, but I think what's gone right is, it's more looking to the long term. Um, Gaines Trinity, they're getting a big youth set up at, uh, in Gainsborough. They've got under-18s coming through, under-21s coming through. So I think, genuinely, the future is looking bright. We just need the right people behind the club. Is it still the same ownership as it always has been, or has that changed as well? Yeah, um, it was. It's been. It's now Richard Kane. So it's a shareholder. So there's direct. There's directors. It is confusing. I remember. I remember Kane was there when when you when yeah that, when that FA trophy the FA trophy the Wrexham game. Yeah, he's yeah. a good. He's a good guy. Yeah, but he don't like football. He's a chairman that don't like football. What? It sounds like that this daily. Honestly. Honestly. This is where I was going to come in, obviously. A lot of, higher up the football league, like you could probably say conference premier in the ball, but a lot of it is, well, it's all professional football. So it's, a, it's more of a business than anything, sort yeah. of thing. But where you're at, like, conference north and below, obviously you've got, like, AFC file, they were back in the conference north and stuff. They're professional. And there's a lot of professional teams. And then you've got, the Northern Premier League, which is mainly semi-professional, apart from South Shields, who have just turned pro. Yeah, and, good um, side, they are very, lot, very good side. Fucking, that was the last football goal I saw live was a South Shields penalty against Trinity. How depressing <laughs> is that? I know. But, like, um, obviously fans were allowed in in non-league, weren't they? Yeah, so, yeah. obviously, we was on Trinity every league. And it was just like, um, you, in my opinion, as a non-league club, you've kind of got to have an owner who understands football. Yeah. In my opinion. Because... You can sort of, like you can understand the dog shit. You know what I mean? Of non non league and dog shit. It's got these massive perks. I love watching non league football. It's, it's superb. Like it's, it's just so down. To, it's proper football. Yeah, it's down to earth, and it's just 
I, in my opinion, Richard Kane, like, he, he's known my, he, he's known my dad from school and that, and my dad's known him for years, and my dad says he's a top bloke, and he is a top bloke. Kane will back me up. He's a proper top bloke. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But he knows nothing about football. Yeah, that's it. Whereas for for us at Workshop, it's different because Pete Whitehead, who's just taken over, we had a massive campaign to keep the club afloat. We needed 30 grand to stay afloat. I know, that was unreal. And it was was madness. And then we got the the YouTube Smithy end up coming to one of our games and promoting it through that. And we I watched made that the, the day, actually. We, yeah. we made, we made the that. 30 grand up very, very quickly, but Pete Whitehead is, like Kane, he's, he's from Worksop and he's a local businessman who actually knows mm. the club. And that's yeah. the difference because probably where, yes, with the, the Worksop are the league, below, well, it, it is the league below because it's the South East, Division 1 South East. Yeah. So the, the, the ambition is to be, as far as I'm concerned, club stature-wise, attendance is probably yours are a little bit higher because of the league you're in, but... Looking at in all fairness, our attendances are higher now in the Northern Premier League than there was in the conference now. But it, that's, yeah. that's a bit of a, a mad concept, to be fair. But our, our attendances at, at Sandy, well, I'll call it Sandy Lane, have been, well, it depends who you're playing, 400 plus. If Ilkeston were in town, it could be 700, 800 because yeah, of the exactly. away support that they bring. But having an owner that knows exactly. football at non-league is, is vital. He's so, 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 so vital. Chairs is actually, are you, are you part of under-21 set-up at work? Yeah, so, well, you, you can sit well from my like, things that you get told. But first, like Pete, Pete Sound um, done great, great things to work. So, so uh, like big respect to him. Uh, and like you were saying before, just that with the with the fundraising to to keep the club club afloat, and then what he's coming to to try and take us to the next next to the next step is uh, class by him. To be fair. Um, Get involved. There's there's good links between uh, us uh, and the first team, so uh, I, that that's a positive. It, and th- th- there is a real kind of uh, emphasis on getting local local lads through. Um, yeah, and I, I, I see that now. in Gainsborough as well, definitely. Such a because if there is a coach like Charlie Baird and that lot, then Mason G and that. Uh, now, nah, uh, well, I've only just come in this season, so I'm in, I'm with oh, like, right. uh, Seno and that. Yeah, because oh, yeah. Seno is someone I grew up with, um, and yeah, it's it's it, for us to have a, a setup like that at this level. We have been higher. We we've been well above where the the, the Northern Premier League. We we were a game away from the Conference North. Where we play Flyle in the playoff final, and looking at that time, that's when we Town had um, Tom Denton, who's now at Chesterfield, and. Um, Conor Egan Jack Muldoon. and Jack Muldoon who's at Arrogate who we sold to Rochdale for 10 grand and, and stuff like what that but player. what a player what a player I, I can't, I'm so happy he's doing bits at Arrogate and single hand well not single handedly because they're a good side but really was a catalyst for their promotion last season we've got, uh, we've got a mate who's a bit of got best, a, a, best player a I remember for workshop Seb Jelly and Ice can win JJ scores yeah, yeah, Jermaine Jackson. I think he played. I think yeah. he played for Trinity as well. I think he's played for every club in Lincolnshire. I, yeah, I yeah, they're all about that. Yeah, every single club in Lincolnshire. I think he's played for. It was brilliant. Just this little diminutive sort of oh, five foot ten with an afro, um, and he were he were he were he were class. But it's it's good to see that that local clubs are actually getting that backing now. And as much as Kane might not know about about football, but if he cares about the town, you yeah, know he does. Well, you know as well as others how much the that I've actually put this in a document today where how much a, a non-league club can be the connect between the community and people who are not part of it 
So you go, yeah. you go, you go down a sandy lane, you see the same faces of the same week. You go, go into the clubhouse, you turn your head, and you know exactly who's going to be sat at that table because they're sat there every week because exactly. that's their that's their outing. And non-league clubs are so important, but if we're not careful, it's going to die. Especially yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think COVID's the revival of it, though. Um, I really hope so. I, really, really like, hope so. I, I, I mean, I, I won't like sit here and say that I went to to loads of non-league games kind of pre-COVID because I didn't really but like since, since it's come in and since we were able to, to go to games like once uh, the first lockdown was lifted um, went to a few, like, a few workshop games obviously like being involved there there's a bit of a connection with that went to a few Sheffield FC games that for, for, for me like it, it's it's more, it's been more entertaining than, than watching some Premier League games like well, the most Premier League games, if I'm honest, I I just love the. It's just so raw, and and like you said before, it it is the game played properly, and I think that's the main thing. It it just takes you back to, to how, we all want. How I, I was, was five especially, and I'm sure many many more want the game to be played. It was so good to to go to non-league games, like to to ground up during that when they lifted the restrictions to see the buzz around local clubs, especially the ones you've not been to before. Like we, uh, a lad who I went to school with, we went down to watch Carlton Town. Uh, they played Loughborough Uni in a, in a first round. It was a, like the first round of the FA Cup, like the first like the preliminary rounds, like the early, early stuff. And it was just so, so good to be in a ground again and to watch live football. The two teams we had no, no interest in, we just went as a neutral. And it was, it was a fabulous game that ended up going to penalties. And it was just that, that you could see the, the the locals who were there. They were all from the area, and you could see that it was just there was no bullshit. They were there for that reason. You could see the lads on the pitch cared about the club. None of this prima donna rubbish that that seems to be flown around football. They're not on no, inflated yeah, wages, and <laughs> the, 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 and you could see the no, chairman walking around. And, 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 and that as well. But you could see that you could walk up to the chairman of the football club. And you could you could ask him a question. I've actually already done a recording with a, with a, a, a chairman of a local football club, that, of Shirebrook, down to earth guy, just a just a genuine guy who cares about the football club. Yeah, Seb, can I just jump in that? Basically, like, it's not what we say about Richard Kane. Um, he's literally he's bringing games together and he's bringing that link in with the community. He actually cares about his people. But Peter Swan, the, the chairman before him, not one fan pretty much spoke to him. Richard Kane, open arms, he'll text anyone, he texts us always on a weekly basis and we speak to him, he likes all our photos on Facebook, he's just like a normal person, he doesn't hide away from the fans. He had a dig at me last time I spoke to him because when the, I can't remember who he sacked, I think it was Liam King when he sacked Liam King, I messaged him a picture of Steve Al. I was saying there's only one man who can save us now. <laughs> 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 well, is he coming back? Eh? Does he not come back, Alshin? No, I don't think he will. I think he will. I think he will. It'll be the dream thing. He'll take us to league. It will be. be all right. When you were, were quite successful doing all right in the conference, North, he was the catalyst of all that. He should have never been sacked in the first place. He wasn't actually doing that bad. Oh, I, think we were, I think we were 12th when he got sacked. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Then there's the downfall from there. And then we finished 17. (laughs) Sorry, I thought... It's a case of be careful what you wish for in the end. Yeah, exactly. Grass ain't always greener, sort of thing. Okay, did you have a question, Aidan, about... Yeah, it's not about non-league, but it's about... I was hoping to fit it in before non-league, but um, it's more aimed at you Sheffield United fans, really, if we can go back onto it. Yeah, that's fine. 
Yeah, so Chrissy Wilder. Yeah. Um, would you see him at another Premier League club? Because if you look at the cycle of managers that are yeah. going round, would his yeah. face fit in anywhere else with his New opinions? Castle, Crystal Palace. Do you think? Yeah. Easy, I think it would. Yeah. Easy. 100%. Yeah. He's his, his first bad season as a manager in about in close to two decades, but and a lot of people have seen what he's done. And exactly. I, I will be shocked if there weren't offers from a, a fair few Premier League clubs or upcoming Championship clubs at, at the very least. It, it, he will he will get some some good offers this summer. Tell yeah. you that now, and it wouldn't surprise me either. The type of bloke he is, because of what he worked wonders for you, like taking you from League One up to. Oh yeah, massively. It wouldn't surprise me if he'd be the type of bloke to think, do you know what? I'll drop down the league and I'll do it again. It wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. But like I say, it's, he, he he gained my respect because obviously when you went up over us, he did say a few comments like about like, Bamford and but and it was funny. It was More funny. From Leeds. Yeah, and it, it did make me laugh. But obviously when we got promoted, I think you played on. We got promoted on the Friday night, and I think you played on the Saturday. And in his pre-match interview, he said something like, "I just wanted to congratulate Leeds on promotion, and we always have good games against them and shit like that." Mm. And That's it, the kind just, of guy he is. Exactly, and obviously. Fucking hell, if, if we'd, no offence to Bielsa, if we'd have had an English manager and say we'd have gone up over you that season instead, wouldn't it surprise me if, if we had an English manager like Wilder, if they'd done the same thing, for example. Say we did I have think it, it's, it's a personality, <laughs> you, you want those in football. Exactly. Like, oh, exactly. It, so, that's why so many fans like like, like him, really, because he, he's well, just one of those people that, that the average fan can, can relate, relate to. to. He lo- loves, his, loves his club, loves the yeah. team that you're managing. And he he weren't he weren't gonna sit there and bullshit you. He was just gonna no. tell it straight, and I think that's why we he, as fans loved him. I he think did he did split opposition fans. He did split a lot of people's opinions. He did split like you like I've, we've mentioned this before about when he took Henderson to one side last season when we played Liverpool and out called him. He's not your normal conventional manager though. No, this he's is old the school. Thing. He not yeah, just he doesn't split punditry. I've seen quite a few people say like Wilder's a clown and all this like when we had him because he was just honest. But they all supported clubs with fluffy managers, as I like to call exactly. them, where they would where they would beat around the bush and not say actually what they believe or what they think. Well, Whereas there's been so many times you could lift off like the town hall when we got promoted, the, yeah, the, the interview yeah. on the pitch, the scenes after the the the, the Leeds Villa game, the. There's so many different times. Even mm. this season, close before he was being sacked, he, he threatened resignation at least once this year. Mm. Um, mm. And he's he's, stuck... you could say he's shown no filter. Absolutely, he's no filter. There's a serious point I pointed out on the um, podcast we did two or three weeks ago about Wilder. In an interview we did with uh, Radio Sheffield, and they kept asking him questions about. I think we lost to Leicester, I believe, three 0 It were. Um, a reporter said to me, he said, it's bullshit. He said, players weren't good enough. Yeah. What what manager in the right mind would turn around on live radio and turn around and go, it's bullshit? You're basically coming out with bullshit. No one else would do it. He's got the bottle to do what no one else would do. The only other person I could think that's very similar to him in a way is Sean Dyche. He's the only one that comes anywhere close. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's the only one that comes anywhere close. But we I love him. Him, we love him. Sure. I am very conscious yeah. of time because Dan's got work at four o'clock. So, uh, oh yeah, cheers, lads. <laughs> okay, one last thing. And I'm in workshop tomorrow, actually. Uh, and and none of you, and none of you are getting out of this. So you are, <laughs> you're all going to participate in this in some way. So I haven't got one quiz. I've got two quizzes. 
Well, they're two very different things. I'm not going to tell you which one's which. So what you need to do first, and I'll tell you the rules for each one, is pick who's going to do quiz one and who's going to do quiz two. So it'll be one blade against one Leeds fan and then the second one as well. I'll go first. So Taylor first. I'll, I'll go first, yeah. So it's Taylor, Taylor, Aiden, and then Callum. And well, I'll go. I've got Ampadu. Okay. Uh. So quiz one. So I do. If it is one all, I've got a tiebreak question for the for the end quizzes. But the first one is. Um, Did he just say the question out? No, it's not even a question. Yours, yours, Hayden, is not even a question. Yours all right. Is, I am going to give you a game against where, uh, uh, which you've played against us in fairly recent past. All you have to do is name the team that played that day. That's all you have to do. The rules are very, very simple. You go through the players that you think played that day, and then I will tick them off. Each correct answer is a point. If you get one wrong, then you get three incorrect guesses. Three incorrect guesses, you're out, and then it moves on to the next person. You I both can see have Aiden's face. I you can imagine him thinking. You both, <laughs> you, both, you both haven't got the same game. So it's two Leeds Blades game, but they are two different games. Oh, hell. Okay. So they are two, two different games. I'm okay. shit at these, lads, so don't so, fucking worry. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, because you know how this works, you're going to mm. go first. I know so you're doing that, you host, twat. Host first. Okay, so yours, there's only a year between the games. Please be at 4-2. Okay. 1-0, uh, no, sorry. Okay, so this one is from the 27th of October, 2017. Oh, oh, I remember that. that one. I remember that. Fucking hell, that was shy. Yeah. <laughs> that the away game? Uh, the home game. The home game? No, was it the away game? Yeah, it was well, the away game. Thank you very much. Scored. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's Well, one. you just named two there, haven't you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so sorry. I can tick them two off straight away. I am so sorry. <laughs> I, I was going to say them anyway because they scored, so do I get them or not? No. Because <laughs> I hadn't started oh, yet. Fuck you, Callum. I'm sorry, mate. Okay. I feel like I feel like a right knob now. <laughs> so you've got you've got uh, eleven. <laughs> you've got eleven. You've got eleven more to name. So whenever you're ready. Uh, well, Blackman were in net. Yeah, that's one. Thanks, Cal. Ball got played right back. That's two. Bash played. Yeah, that's three. Carter Vickers played. That's four. Well, I've done right well. Um, O'Connell were left centre half. That's five. Fuck it out. Left back. Um, I promise you, I'm not using Wikipedia because I think. Well, you that's why you've got two different way. games. So. Yeah. Um, Flecky played. He did. The Clark start. Leon. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we sharp. Oh fucking other two midfielders. Coots. Yep. Duffy. Yep. Is that all starting 11? Scored, didn't Yeah, it? you need one more sub for the full one 11. One more sub? Yeah, it's a sub. Fucking Nora. Uh, <laughs> Lundstrom? Correct. Oh, get it! Hey, come on! Well, the, the perk to this that Aiden still can win this because A they had more players play that day because they had three subs but Aiden your game is completely a, a different game but it's actually a year later the 10th of February 2018 why do this I thought we said we weren't talking about this <laughs> do you know what the thing is that I know every single blade that played this game and subs well, fucking hell Taylor I'm buzzing for you mate <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna win this. 
Oh, I know every single person. Is this the one nil where Basham scored, yeah? Yeah. No, no, no. This is the this is the February game. What where we yeah. are? What where? No, um, no the shot, December game was called. Ah, uh, you know what, I'm gonna keep you now. Sure. Right, I'm gonna go with. This was. Oh the, wait, Hayden, Hayden. Before you start, it's the game the same season, but where? Yeah, it was this on a Friday night. Friday night. No, the he's just done the Friday night one. Come on, no, this is the this is the one. Yeah, I don't know. Right. This is the one we um We won two Sharp scored twice. Yeah. He scored the volley in the pen. Oh yeah. I'm gonna go with <laughs> Dan did you one earlier, mate. Rob Green in goal. Nope. Oh, brilliant. What a start. <laughs> Key Kiko Kassir in goal. No. Are you alright, Hayden? Are you fucking right or what? <laughs> no. No He's fucked it. And I know he was in goal that day and all. Oh, wow. Fuck off. Pontus Janssen. Yeah. <laughs> Liam Cooper. No. Oh. So, D D Dan, do you know the team? I fucking won one! I've got a feeling, right? Uh, in goal was Vival. It was, yeah. Um, Centre-half. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, this might be wrong. What was it fucking Matthew Pennington? It was. Fucking okay, it was shit. Oh, well in. Um, left back. Would it? Was it um, Lawrence Debock? Yes. Fucking oh, okay, hell. He was shite. <laughs> uh, right back would have been Aitlin. No. Oh. No. So your team that day was Felix Vival, Debock, Janssen, Pennington, Alioski, Stuart Dallas, Adam Forshaw, Eunan O'Kane, Calvin Phillips, Kimar Roof, and Pierre Michel Lassonde. Oh, okay. Fucking hell. I can't think about that far. And then, and then your subs were Pablo Hernandez, Heidi Sacco, and Kaylee Ekuban. Ekuban. Kaylee Ekuban. Oh, shit and all. I don't know who he is. Yeah, some good skills though. So, well, possibly so. Okay, so now it's one 0 to United, which is a rare, rare, rare occasion. Which United, okay, though, so, it's not, because we did it in 2019. Uh, we did, we did. Okay, so, to Callum and Dan, what you're going to do is you're going to do a quiz, but about the opposite club. Oh, so you've got two sets of clubs. That's so, vile! So there's, there's, yeah, that's I've disgusting, got, really. I've got eight questions, but Callum, you're going to answer them about Leeds. And then, um, Dan, you're going to answer them about Blades. <laughs> So, because Taylor went first last time, you're going to go first this time. To add a little mm -hmm. bit of spice to it, you're also against the clock. Oh, yeah, why that's, not? That in there? That's, that's solid. But, however, however, you've got two minutes instead of a minute this time. So, you've got oh, a little bit. It's only eight questions. Okay. Go for it. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. I'll get the pen. Go. I'm uh, just saying, blade... when, you, when you say if it's found in a fault. Yeah, your blade's formed. That's first question. Fuck knows, move on. <laughs> uh, Blade's top scorer this season? Billy Sharp? Nope. Uh, well, how many got He's Didzy, so how many goals has he got this year? Four. Six. Um, how many How many league defeats does Sheffield United have? Oh, fucking hell. Um, 23. Correct. Oh, uh, fucking highest, hell. Highest fee that we've paid for anybody? Uh, oh fuck! Is it twenty-three million for Ryan Brewster? Uh, I'll give it you twenty-three point five. Uh, how many How many players did we have? We currently got on international duty. 
Including under 21s. Including under 21s. Fuck me. <laughs> don't, don't make it too hard. Um, <laughs> seven. Eight. eight. Oh, can oh. you, for a point each, can you name any of the eight or are on international duty? Who are on international? Ender Stevens, obviously. That's and, um, oh, fuck. Ollie Burke? Nope. Is he not Ryan in Scotland? No. Oh, what about Ollie McBurney? Was he? Correct, that's one. Yeah. Sound. No, that'll do then. That's two. Uh, no, okay, last question. How many points did we finish on last season? Oh, fuck no. Um... Even I don't know that. 48. No. 52. 54. Oh. You've got another 20 seconds if you want to keep guessing at some international players. Can I guess? Shut up, Aiden. <laughs> um, <laughs> international. Um, obviously not Sander Burge because he's dead. No, you can have him. Um, yeah, he's gone, so you can have him. Well, that sound. Um, fuck knows. Okay. Uh, Stop. No, that'll do. Stop, Stop. that, I'm going to say. Okay, you had so another Scottish one, person, John Flake. Two, oh, bastard. Five altogether. Five. Oh, Bruce. What a score. Five out. Yeah, Bruce. Five so out so out the ones we've 15. got Sander and uh, Fleck, McBurney, Ampadu, Reese Norrington Davis, Ramsdale, Brewster. Oh, Ampadu got the call up. <laughs> okay, Callum. You've got the exact same just for Leeds. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, same here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go, mate. Okay. To the nearest mile, how far is Leeds from Sheffield? My God. Uh... 54. No, 36. Uh, Leeds top goal scorer this season? Bamford. Yeah, Leeds uh, top goal scorer last season? Oh, uh, Bamford. Correct. How many points did they finish on at the end of last season? Ooh. Uh, 93. Correct. Oh, you bastard. Their most expensive signing? Uh, 29 million, Rodrigo. Yeah, you got an extra point for the price. How many players did they have on international duty? Players seven. No four. If you can name any of the four. Yeah. Uh, well, Phillips. Yep. Uh, Meslier. Yep. The France under twenty ones. Uh, Cooper. No. Nope. Uh, I'll, I'll move on for time. Yeah. Okay, you've got over a minute. So, how many wins do Leeds have this season? Correct. Oh, You've got two more players to find. You've got 50 seconds. Fucking wild. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm struggling. Um, oh, uh, my, my, Rodrigo. Nope. The other uh, one. Rafinha. I'm just nope. no players now. We've got a lad on under 21s as well. That's Meslier. No, uh, another player. There's another one. My boy? Oh. Yep, Sam Greenwood. Has he got weight under 21s? He's in the under 18 table. Oh, still, still being called up theoretically. He's on a professional contract. Okay, stop there. Oh, they're, they're the only ones that Jesus lose that game. Jesus Christ. So, Diego yeah. Lorente, sir. Well, it's Alioski and Stuart Dallas. Oh. It is. I was going to say Alioski. Oh, Alioski yeah. for North Macedonia and Stuart Dallas for Northern Ireland. Fuck me, that cunt got international duty. <laughs> he does, he plays in North Macedonia. Okay, thank you very much, gentlemen. It's been a right laugh. Yeah,